Hey, hello everyone out there. Welcome to the PlayStation Report, episode, I believe, 245 or 46. I am bad at remembering numbers, and my name is Frank, and joining me is Tyler. How you doing? Hey, I am okay. How about you? Oh, I am having a good weekend. Uh, after working 12s last week, you know, it's it's nice to it's nice to take a break. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like this week has lasted years. Yeah. It's been a very long week. <laughs> um, I have I've seen myself age in real time. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's I mean it's been a long stressful week obviously with uh the uh election that just seemed to last for ages and you know what still probably will yeah you got to go. you got to predict <laughs> that uh there is a certain person who uh will drag this out as long as possible right and probably longer than is legally available <laughs> right uh but you know I th- I think we know what the end result is going to be. Yes, for sure. And um, yeah, I, I mean, it was. I think it's overall, hopefully, pretty good. I think uh, hopefully we can start heading in a much more positive direction as a country than where we've been heading the past four four years. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I'm going to cap my optimism because I. I know there are limitations to what uh, what Joe Biden wants to do. Like, he, he is not going to bring about any sort of revolutionary change in the slightest. Right. Um, <clears throat> he isn't going to get us to where we need to be, but hopefully this, this is a platform we can build on. Yeah. And, you know, just just hope that we're ready for when, when, the, when the bad man tries to come back in, in four years. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see that happening. Uh, him running again, who knows? We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I think it's wild that um, just a record kind of turnout with mm-hmm. votes from yeah. both parties. <laughs> like, like you know, Trump got more votes this time than he did when he won. But then, you know, obviously Biden has more. But but Biden yeah, I mean, had, that's kind of Biden crazy. had literally more votes than any other presidential candidate ever yeah so yep and the fact that it took so long to determine him as a winner is kind of a damnation of the system we have yeah uh, because there could have been a situation where he gets almost three million more votes and still loses the election and that's I, i'm not sure if that's democracy <laughs> yeah i'm not sure either and that's only i i, I was curious and i was just there's actually a really it's a root kind of a nerdy sort of thing, I guess. But I found this website called 270 to Win, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of really great like historical stuff on there. If you're interested in any of that stuff, mm-hmm. like it has like practically every single election that the United States has had, at least presidential. Um, and it's really wild to see how you know the states. In just a country in general kind of shifted, I guess, mentality over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, you can see, like, uh, the amount of votes that, you know, each candidate got down to, like, crazy, 
crazy uh, levels, and it's it's a really cool fucking website. So I was looking around at that, and yeah, there was it's pretty wild. Yeah, a lot of the stuff, and yeah, it did it did take take a while. But what I found on there is that I guess the popular vote winner has only lost the election like five times. Yeah, I mean, which I honestly thought it would be yeah, a lot and more. Like in than recent that. history, with just the whole electoral system that we well, have. I'm, I'm going to make it clear right here. I, I do not states. like the Republican Party at all. I think they are awful, and they are the ones who uh, who win these elections without getting right. a popular yes. vote majority. It's because you know that you can just look at an election map and just think about where people actually live and see what an election map looks like and you can see like the disparity like sure a lot of the map is marked up in red but where the fuck do people live <laughs> like the, the, there's so much empty land that is just painted in red because like a, a few like a few thousand people live here and then like it, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense it, it doesn't make sense to represent it that way where you just paint mm-hmm. the landmass red. <laughs> like, you, you can't just paint landmasses because that's that's not representative of, oh, the... Like, take, for example, like, Montana, huge state. There, there aren't that many people that live there, but it's a huge state. It takes up a huge chunk of the map, and when you paint that in red like you do every damn election because they consistently vote Republican... Like it, it looks like, hey, like we have this large group of it. People interpret it as like, oh, look at this whole section of the country that uh, that is voting Republican when it's really like a few people who live there because hardly anyone right. lives there. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, like it's, yeah, I, I, I don't know how we fix the system, but this. It, it is. It is it's system. confusing and bizarre, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> when when you really dig down into it, um, it's just kind of bizarre. But also, I I think it's also important to uh, recognize that uh, we wouldn't have had such delayed results if um, the mail-in votes and the early votes were allowed to be counted yeah. before election day. Like you don't even have to report the numbers; just count the votes before election day. But you know. Republicans wanted to block that because they knew what those mail like. Donald Trump was out there saying, "Hey, don't mail your votes in because I think Correct. that's illegal." Correct. Yep. Even though it isn't, so he knew his supporters weren't weren't going to do it. So then he gets get, so then all the Republicans gather around him and say, "We're not going to count those votes early." So like on election night, it looks like, "Oh shit!" Yep. It looks like Donald's going to win. Exactly. Like, but yeah, that's. They manufacture that story to make it look like it's a competitive race when, you know, when it ends, like, at the end, the end numbers, didn't Biden get, like, 290 yep. of the yep. electoral and, votes? And, yeah, and there were several states that honestly looked like they were going Trump's way, um, like Georgia, PA. Yep, yeah, Pennsylvania one, included. And, yeah, it's yeah. just, you know, you have to obviously count every vote. When you count every vote, it, it goes the other way. Um, so, yeah. I like it, and that, and that really lets you know into their like their willingness to cheat to win the election. Like, it, and it's not like they don't really yeah, want a democracy definitely. because they they, they yeah. know they'll lose that battle. But 
Anyways, this is a, this is a podcast about video games, Tyler. What you been um, up to? <laughs> in terms of playing, good. I mean, all right. For first, uh, was uh, how was your I vacation? Mean, we, we just kind of went away for the weekend up to um, it was Trout Trout Run is a town in PA. Technically, it's uh, about 30, 30 minutes from Williamsport, um, kind of more up north. And yeah, I mean, it was a really nice, peaceful place. We had no service at all where we were staying, so that was kind of nice mm. uh, in a way to just kind of unplug. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was interesting for sure up there. It's there's a lot of good. So, so what you're saying. What, what you were, what yeah, saying pretty much. Pretty much. Off. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we, we kind of just went up there and saw the PA Grand Canyon, which is really, really beautiful. Um, and saw a couple other places, went to Williamsport for a little bit. And it, was, it was nice overall. It was nice to be home, though. I, I got to be yeah. honest with you, just because. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, you know, this is just me, uh, of course. But that is. Uh, that was Trump mm-hmm. land up there. <laughs> it oh, just, yeah, yeah. It just, like, the people, yeah. most of the people we interacted with were very nice. Uh, I'm not going to say they weren't. Um, but just different mentalities, different ways that people live up there as opposed to down where we live. So, Yeah, but, I mean, at, at a certain point when you see see the signs you, you and you know that that's what the people think you, you, no matter how they behave towards you personally on a personal level you know that there's there are beliefs deep down that you might yeah. not see uh that mm-hmm. are yeah kind and of it disgusting. was just i don't know just to support up there was really kind of wild it was like you didn't have one trump sign you had 10 in your yard um and you had two mm-hmm. flags and you lit up both flags with lights at night and um like down the highway people were they just like climbed up like fucking rocks uh and like draped trump mm. signs off of it. i'm like jesus christ like to me it's just i don't know it's very cult like like even like i don't care what side like divided from like that yeah it's donald trump and he's he's an awful human being like any oh, politician that's creepy. That it, it's just yeah, creepy to I, do I that for any politician totally at all. Totally, 100% agree with you on that. I mean, like, politicians aren't your heroes. They're they're there to represent you, and you yeah, need to hold them accountable. Yeah. They aren't your heroes, and you can't just elect them and then assume yeah. they're going to do. I mean, the even right if it thing. was like Biden or something, that was that would have been like, oh wow, like, did you really have to do this? <laughs> do this shit? But yeah, I mean, otherwise, there's a lot of. Really cool things to see up there, I guess. Um, so yeah, yeah, sounds sounds good. Sounds relaxing. I I did not relax. I I, I decided to deal with the stress mm. by working overtime, <laughs> and that's how I kept. I that's how I stayed off my phone as much as I could. Um, but also Tyler. Oh. I TV. Oh. What'd yeah. you get? I I got I got a Samsung Q80T. Okay. It is a it is their line yep. of QLED TVs. It's 4K HDR. It has a 
has that HDMI 2.1. Yep. Uh, oh yeah, and it is beautiful. It's a, I, I bought the 50, 55 inch, and it it is it is great. It looks awesome. I can't wait to maybe get a maybe get a console to play <laughs> on it. Yeah. We'll get to that later, but yeah, maybe I'll be definitely. able to get one. Who yeah, knows? that's awesome. I, I I have the Q90, so we're like we have practically mm. the same TVs, and mine's fifty five inch too. So I know exactly what you uh, what you're experiencing, and yeah, it is a very beautiful TV, and I also think it's very easy to use it too. Like I just kind of like the user interface of it mm. as well. So have you played anything on it so far though? Like on your PS4. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've been playing my PlayStation on it, uh, my PS4, my PS, my launch PS4. I'm yeah. playing on this 4K TV, even though I'm getting almost no benefit from it. Um, but yeah, it. I I played. Uh, well, I'll just go through the list here. Oh, I played yeah. some Ghost of Tsushima on it. I played some NBA. I played. I played my sports games, my NBA and my MLB. I played those on it. Uh, what else have I played? I played some Destiny Ooh. on it. Destiny looked real good. Um, but yeah, it's it is a good TV. I mostly use it for watching sports right gotcha. now, though. That's that's what I've been doing with it. Cool. That's exciting. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it's a good TV. I'm I'm happy about it. The only thing I don't necessarily like is the remote that came with it. Uh, I, I'm thinking maybe I get a universal remote and see if is I can the remote that came remote with yours. Is it like really small and like slightly curved? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yep. It's kind of yeah, it is a kind of a weird remote. <laughs> yeah, it also doesn't necessarily. I'm not sure. Like, it doesn't work very well. Like sometimes I have to point it a certain way for it to actually work, and sometimes it's unresponsive. Yeah. So yeah. Other than that, I'm having I I'm having a great time watching. Oh yeah, the sports, the sports. look very good. Very good. Yes. What do you think of uh, to me like Ghost of Tsushima just pops on a on a TV like that? What you What do you think of that? Oh yeah, it it, it was good, but again, I'm right. playing on a yeah. launch PS4, man. The game, the I am realizing. More and more with with games this year that this thing yeah. is an old yeah. machine. So yeah, I'm I'm slightly regretting not <laughs> getting a pre order in. Yeah, I would say especially with some of the news that came out that we'll we'll dive into later. But well, hey, at least you got the TV though. You're all primed and, and set for when yeah. uh, you can get a console. Yeah, I'm currently looking at. Um, at Alienware having like an $1,800 3080 <laughs> gaming PC. And I'm like, yeah, that looks fucking sure that good. that great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not going in for that. If I do upgrade to a 3080 graphics card, I'll, I'm just going to end up building a whole mm-hmm. new PC myself. Because I, those, I, I like uh, those graphics like cards, the new ones, the 3080, like... They just seem fucking bananas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, enough about that, Tyler. Let, let's get into video games. I think it's time yeah. to talk about video games. Um, I mean, you were, you were up, in the, up in the mountains, man. 
Like, you even uh, play video games I did games not play video games up there, no. Um, we even, during the downtime when we were there, we ended up downloading movies off of fucking Amazon, just watching them up there, like, on our laptop. But uh, So over the weekend, I didn't play anything. But before, before the weekend and then this past week, I've been able to play some stuff. So trying to think of everything, I will start with Crash 4. Um, I finished Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. And let me tell you, Frank, this was the hardest fucking video game I have beaten in a long time. <laughs> like... <laughs> okay. Uh, so maybe, you're ready for maybe. Demon's Souls now. Um, this game is so brutally fucking hard, especially some of the final levels. And so the game tallies how much, how many times you die if you're playing on the normal mode. Um, if you're playing on the classic, then you have lives, and I couldn't even imagine playing this game with lives. Um, and, and some of the things you have to do during the final levels, especially the last one, are just so complicated, and you have to be so perfect just to get through it. I'm not even talking about if you want to get all the extra goodies that are there for you to try to get. And it was to the point where I think the last level, last full level for the last boss fight, I died like 70 plus times. And most of it was just at one section where you... So the game gives you like different abilities as you go, you know, to... Um, slow down time to you know change gravity uh certain platforms going in and out or boxes whatever and it literally they set up these sections where you have to it 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 cycles you through every single ability and you have to think so fast and be so precise about what you're doing to get through it and and it literally goes from one ability to the next and it is it was so fucking hard, man. It's I just I feel like I haven't <laughs> haven't beaten a game this hard in a long time. Once you get through it, it was like holy crap! I cannot believe I did that sort of thing. And this is coming from someone who like grew up on Crash Bandicoot, and you know was really good at those original games. And I just found this game so fucking hard to the point where I I like the difficulty at times but other times i just felt like it was just like a total turnoff um and that's probably my only really big thing with this game otherwise i still love it it's still one of my favorite games of the year but sometimes the difficulty can just be such a turnoff to this game it's just like imagine if you're playing 3d mario for example 3d mario games typically just very delightful games that do have a somewhat challenge to it uh, but imagine if they were just crushingly and just brutally difficult. Like, <laughs> that's just, it just isn't that fun to me. Um, and I just don't know if I need Crash Bandicoot to be so brutally difficult. But um, it was rewarding to get through. I, I won't deny that. Um, they, in some of the final levels, too, just visually were just stunning like i felt like i was straight up in a ratchet and clank game uh with a couple of the final levels like just really cool uh 
like city sort of design to it and it was it was really really fucking cool and just the way yeah they incorporated a lot of different abilities and some of the final levels were really cool but then once you have to string them together it's like holy moly just pretty darn hard um but yeah i mean there's just still so much else to do so we'll we'll see how much i go back to it but i i do like the game i i really do it is a damn good time just expect to get your ass completely smacked by this game so yeah i i have yet to play it i i'm afraid i'm afraid i'm bad at <laughs> yeah i mean now. it the the game ramps the difficulty up but i even think some of the earlier levels you'll just be like holy crap but then you get through it and you're like, okay, that was, that, you know, this, I, I get it, you know, I'll take that into the next one. The next one's just like beating the shit out of you there. It's like, oh my God. And uh, yeah, it's just, you'll get to the point, at least for me, where just to get through three levels might take you an hour um, or something. I mean, unless you're like super good at, at the game, obviously, but it took me a while to get through a lot of these sections just because you have to be so so precise, so perfect um, with a lot of different things. So It is good to have Crash Bandicoot back in a original way. Like, the remasters were great, but the fact that there is a new game here that is pretty darn good, stuffed with a lot of great content, really cool levels, um, I, do, I do like that a lot. So, yeah, I finished, finished Crash, and I have played more Hades, yeah. just didn't make too much progress there, but I am consistently getting to oh, the final man. boss in Elysium now. So, one, one of these days, I'll, I'll put the fucking run together, dude, and I'll, I'll finally finish, finish a run of this game. So, you ready last to- night I did a yeah. run with... Um, blanking on the name because I honestly don't use this weapon too much. I just wanted to get like the extra darkness bonus that comes with it. Whatever. The, what's this spear called? Yeah. Eternal uh, the spear. Eternal Spear. Um, so I was using that and I haven't used that in a while but ended up getting to the final bosses uh, in Elysium. Almost had them too. So I had a really good run going. I had a lot of Doom sort of boons. So Doom on my Weapons. I had the the dash that creates the blade rifts and made the blade rifts like you know bigger, so more area, and it was a really satisfying uh, kind of setup that I felt like I had going. Just uh, yeah, just kind of ran out of time. I'm very close to getting a third death defiance, which I feel like would be a massive help for me to have so I think once I get that I'll feel really good because I can pretty much get to Elysium at this point I mean I know for you it's not even a a thing but I can get to Elysium pretty much without dying now so like I'm getting better and one of these days I'll I'll get it but that game's still just incredibly fun to play are you still playing Hades? Mm. Yeah, I've done a few runs uh, since the last time we talked. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm at the part where like I'm, I'm very close to finishing oh, wow. the epilogue stuff right now. Damn. So, how many so, times have you cleared the game? 
Yeah. You think at this point? <laughs> oh God. Uh, so I've had around mm-hmm. seventy attempts, and I think I've cleared it about fifty between fifty nice. and sixty times. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it's I I really like that game a lot. I mean, we talk about we've talked about it for the past few weeks, even though it's not on PlayStation. That's that should be a great indicator yeah. to how good this game I is mean, because. Yeah, to me, it, it, it's going to be on PlayStation for sure. So, I don't know. Imagine, if, mm, wait, hmm, I'm not sure if, what if it has, does Does it have I'm H- playing it on Switch. Where are you playing it right now? Okay. So I wonder what that game looks oh, like yeah. with HDR. Man. That would be fucking great. Yeah, I do wonder, because I'm, I'm only playing yeah. Switch handheld. I do wonder how good that would look on a on a TV, just with that art style. So great. So yeah, uh, play a little bit more of Hades. Then I I don't know. Just when I got back, I just did not really feel like starting much new stuff, um, and I was pretty close to it. So I actually platinumed Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> um, yeah. I, oh, I, all right. I kind of wanted to just send PS4 out with one more Platinum. I mean, I don't really chase Platinums or trophies like I used to. Um, but I was so close to it. It didn't take me too long. The only one trophy is kind of a pain in the ass. Is you have to find these like hidden uh, altars, basically, that are kind of... like Without a video guide, I would not even know what to look for, sort of thing. Um, mm. But it wasn't too difficult to do that stuff but yeah got that platinum i think i have 27 platinums right now but that was my first one since spider-man came out in 2018 so it's been a while since i got oh. a platinum trophy um, so did that but then i also dabbled into that ghost of tsushima legends game mode after i finished it um oh i think you and i should try this sometime I really do. It was it was pretty fucking cool. I did... So, when you get in there, you have to go through a tutorial, um, which might take you 10 to 15 minutes, maybe. Basically, it runs you through every class and every class's abilities. Um, and then you get to choose a class. So, there's Samurai, Hunter, Ronin, and Assassin. Um, and then from there... I, I mean, I think you can hop between classes but from there you can jump into survival and they have like a quick play sort of hopper sort of thing and or there's actual like story missions to this that you can do um co-op with someone and uh i mean even beyond that i'm pretty sure there's like raids and and things that they just added to it and so i did survival and I did a story mode. And survival was pretty cool. Uh, the map I was on, there was like three different areas. And, you know, whatever area would kind of flash on the per wave. Y'all run to that area to try to defend it, basically. And, yeah, it was kind of kind of tricky. But the fact that it's you and three other players playing that game and kind of fighting in the same way... Uh, as as that combat system is, it just something felt really cool about it. Um, and then some of the abilities are just 
fucking sick. I'm like, man, I wish some of these were in the base game with what you can do. Like, there's an ability with the hunter where you activate it and you can literally just go boom, 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 line this, line these three guys up and it's like instant headshot and they're just falling down. Or, uh, I forget, I think it's the assassin can make themselves invisible and then just kind of go up and, and start taking dudes out. Some of the some of the abilities are really cool. And um, so did survival. I think it was 15 waves and we only made it through 12, I think. It was getting kind of tough. Um, and then did one story mission. And it was honestly pretty cool to basically go through, at least this first one was just these kind of camps. And we were... It was me and another guy, and we were just kind of on the same page. There's there's certain times that you have to assassinate one. You know, I assassinate one guy. He assassinated the other guy at the same time. That way we could stay kind of hidden. Um, there were times that shit just kind of hit the fan, and we had to help each other, and it was cool. Uh, it was really fun to just kind of be sneaking around doing stuff with another person in that game, so... I think we should check it out someday, you and I. Um, I think I think it could be fun to do, especially if you have someone to communicate with, which I didn't. Um, so it was yeah. more just kind of looking at him and knowing what he's going to do, and kind of vice versa. Um, but if you had someone to communicate with, I could see it being being a pretty good time. So I do recommend, though, like if. We are ever going to play this sometime. Definitely hop in there and do that tutorial before we do, just because it it can All take right. a little bit yeah. of time to get it done. It it, it does kind of suck. Like the very beginning of the tutorial was like, "This is how you attack a dude. This is how you dodge," and I'm like, "I get that, but this this game mode is not available standalone, and we've been playing this game for how long now?" So I think we know how to do the mm-hmm. basic things with the game. So uh, that those early bits of the tutorials, like, oh, this sucks. Like, why? Why do I have to do this? Um, this is how you block a guy. I'm like, fuck you. I don't need to do this. But it's a kind of a wild thing to me that Sucker Punch puts us together, put it put it out for free, and it's kind of a different approach for a Sony single-player first-person or first-party game. Um, So I'm curious where it goes. Curious, too, you know, Sucker Punch has apparently been hiring for a a potential sequel to this game, and I'm curious if uh, they incorporate this into the base game at all and kind of have it ready to go for launch. Who knows? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, so, like, I didn't really, I mean, I think we said it when it was announced, I I didn't really see a multiplayer mode for this game coming, like, it was that, it was a complete surprise to me, like, I, I wonder if this is part of their strategy going forward, because, like, there's, there's no, uh, multiplayer in The Last of Us, part two, so, I, I wonder if, like, part of their strategy like right now Sony's first parties don't really have no. a multiplayer game like no, nothing that I can think of at least nothing big 
Um, so I, I'm curious if like their strategy, at least entering the PlayStation Five, is going to involve like having multiplayer modes again because they used to do that. Like we used to have like the Uncharted multiplayers. The Last of Us had a multiplayer. We had Killzone, which was a like mm-hmm. had a. I'm not going to say big, but, like, it had a sizable yeah. multiplayer function. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I'm also curious what this means for potential support of other first-party titles, because what we've seen is Sony put those out, and then they have maybe, like, a big DLC expansion or a smaller game uh, kind of following it up pretty quickly. And this game... You know, doesn't seem like we're going to get any single-player DLC. They just have this big old multiplayer portion. So, I'm curious if any any of the other studios moving forward with their first-party titles, if instead of maybe doing a big single-player DLC or we're following up with a smaller game, if they come up with this cool multiplayer or something. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see where it goes. Um, but it is a cool thing. And then. The only other thing that I've played is just kind of, I'm kind of going back and forth whether I want to continue with it, Um, but I started the final DLC for Borderlands 3, and um, it's cool so far. I mean, a lot of really fun combat encounters. It's, It's the Psycho Krieg and the Fantastic Fluster Cluck. I hope I said that right. And so you kind of enter Psycho Krieg's mind, basically, and, you know, he's he's a crazy dude, so there's a lot of crazy things happening, in a way, and um, so far it's fine, um, but this game's getting some enhancements for PS5, so I'm almost wondering if I should, I might just kind of hold off on finishing it, just because... Man, some of these combat encounters, like, this game just chugs at times and just feels really weird with, uh, I I didn't have too much trouble during, like, the base game with a lot of these encounters. Just something about this one, and I don't know if it's because they're more intense, there, there are enemies, like, flying around as well, and sometimes even, like, just these, like, fucking bombs being thrown at you out of nowhere, so... There's a lot of explosions and stuff, and I just felt like it was kind of chugging a little bit. So I'm um, I'm debating whether I want to just try to finish it, or because uh, I'm not too. It doesn't seem like it's too long, or if I just want to hold off and play it on PS5. So we'll see. But that's the only other thing I had played. What about you? All right. Uh, I mean. Yeah, that, that that's a good list of games. I mean, I mean your next week yes. is going to be the thing, man. Though, like next time we talk, one of us might have. Well, yeah. I know you so, pre-ordered, right? And you'll you'll hopefully correct. as long as shipping works. Yeah, so you'll have yours. You know, the console launches on the twelfth. I just recently checked my uh, shipping and all that, and it said between November thirteenth and eighteenth. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it gets updated what? and that was like just a, a placeholder and I do get it on launch day or my hope is that it comes on Friday at, at the latest. Like if I don't get it on launch day, I'm not going to be, you know, 
too too upset. I, I get it. They're trying to ship a lot of these fucking things right now. Um, but I really, really hope I have it and can fuck around with it by next show. So that's what I'm hoping. Now, mm. it did kind of throw uh, the purchase on the credit card. So I'm pretty – I feel confident that it's definitely going to ship and I'm not going to, like, get it canceled. Um, so I hope so because, yeah, there's all, – all the news coming out and all the embargoes lifting around a couple other games. I'm just like, fuck, I want to play – Play a lot of these games, so I so am. I play That's God the first Fall. game I'm going to play, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we already mentioned a couple of the games that I've been playing. Obviously, when I was talking about my TV, I played the sports games, the MLBs, the NBA 2Ks. I mentioned I done a few, few runs of Hades. I played a little bit of Ghost of Tsushima. I'm not too much further in that one. Um. I played some Destiny 2, trying to, you know, trying to remember, like, what I'm supposed to do in that game, and then realizing that it's not going to matter yeah. here in the next week, because, like, the the Beyond Light yep. thing is going to drop, so, yeah. Uh, but I, I guess, I mean, the only thing I, I guess I can really, I, I played an hour of this game mm. called Deep Rock Galactic. Now... I know it's not on a PlayStation system now, but there have been rumors that it might come to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 in the future. At least that's mm. that's from interviews. So I, I played that because now it is on that Xbox Game Pass. Uh, it is a cooperative game where you play as dwarves who go and mine for, sh- for stuff and... Uh, and get attacked by these disgusting spiders. And yeah, your your objective is to go go mine certain amount of a mineral and get an extract and get out of there. And I think it's very fun. Um, one of the core mechanics around the game is lighting. So you have like these flares that are on a cooldown, and you can throw flares out to light up these caves. And I I think that's a really cool thing. Just just mm-hmm. throwing out those flares, man. It looks good. It it looks really good. Uh, the dwarves are very funny. I, I, I find the dwarves funny. Uh, the different character classes are all really cool. Um, there, there's there's a lot in that game. There's like crafting and upgrading your weapons. You can cra- uh, eventually you get to a point where you craft beer. <laughs> nice. For your dwarves, uh, there's there's tons of uh, customization, cosmetic stuff. I, I I think it's a really fun experience, especially in co-op uh, with other people. So does it have matchmaking, I guess? Okay. Yes, it cool. does. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I, I'm i really digging it. Like I said, I only played like an hour, hour and a half of it, but it... God damn it, I said <laughs> I'm digging it, and it's a game about yeah, mining. there you and, go. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. But this is just who I am. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think... Uh, I think I'm going to continue playing Deep Rock Galactic because it's it's a good relaxing experience just to go down and, you know, mm-hmm. just dig through some caves. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I've been playing. I mean, 
there's not much to say about the other stuff I, I already mentioned because it's it's the same stuff I've always been playing. I am excited, however, for this week to get into Apex Season 7. I kind of dropped off mm. during Season 6, to be honest. Uh, but I'm going to get back into it for Season 7 on a brand new PlayStation 5 that I hopefully can buy as we transition to the news <laughs> because apparently I'm not going to be able to walk into a store like I thought I'd yeah. on launch day. Yeah, I, I saw that, and I was like, oh, no. I don't know if this is going to work out for him now. <laughs> yeah. They say it is to protect their customers from COVID. But, yeah, all the sales of the PlayStation 5 on launch day will be online only. Um, which I've seen from multiple retailers. That also includes uh, you buy it online and you pick it up in store mm. that that's also an option uh so hopefully i can do that but yeah, yeah. It's, hmm. i don't like it i get I it i don't like it i mean i get it you <laughs> yeah. don't want so there's a couple things it, it seems like i wonder how much like extra consoles they have for launch day or week potentially uh or if basically every console they made is being sold through pre-orders. So I wonder if that's part of it. And then, But at the same time, in a way, I'm, I'm kind of glad that they, they're saying this right now so that you don't have people lining up uh, at these stores only to be disappointed that there is no consoles. So mm, yeah. Hopefully they do have, like, extra stock, and you could, I guess, you know, uh, buy online. Just go pick it up in a store. But we'll see. I <laughs> I will say, however, like, this whole concern about crowding right. a store uh, is, I mean, yeah. it's, I, I have been to a Walmart. I have been to a Best Buy in the past two weeks. Like there are still oh, a yeah. lot of people oh, yeah. going out right it, now. That, that is a good point. It, it <laughs> like people are still really crowding those places, anyways. But I don't know. Yeah, uh, I guess so. All I have to say is, y'all be safe out there. <laughs> like, and you know, keep keep an eye on your uh, on your online retailer of choice because you know. I, I guess those listings will go up on launch day. I mean, yeah, I guess it, I, it probably depends on which retailer. I've been I've been looking at Walmart and Best Buy right now. Also looking over at the Target. Yeah, definitely. I, I, so I think route. Target's another good one. That's where my console is hopefully coming from. That's where I have my pre-order. So. All right. Yeah, so uh, hopefully everyone who wants this console can get it, but it's not as it's not as simple as any other time they launched a console, and you know I guess yeah. that's just 2020 for you. Uh, but yeah, we've got other news about the console, however, to include bad news, Tyler. Um, so. We all know that these consoles are shipping with, what, one terabyte drives? Uh, yeah, I think PS5 is actually like 825, I thought. 825 gigs. Oh. So. Yeah, and, you know, the system firmware takes up like a couple hundred gigs of that, so you're left with like 
yeah. 500, 600 gigs left of data. I think the number that I saw is 667. That's what you'll have. Mm. I know. They couldn't I just know. make it 666, <laughs> could they? Uh, but yeah, that is enough Pretty for much. maybe a Call of Duty. So, uh, yeah, the the thing that really makes this a bummer is that uh, there isn't going to be an SSD expansion available uh, at launch. So, how are people going to manage their storage? <laughs> Who could say? Um, I'm hoping, like, the transfer thing with, like, regular hard drives mm-hmm. works really fast. But, like... It's kind yeah, of it, it does suck. It, it does suck, especially when the other side has something that you can buy, even if it is expensive. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that is a bummer. I mean, and then, you know, the overall size of the hard drive is a bummer. But, you know, if they wanted to have bigger hard drives in this thing. I just feel like the price would have been out of the range of what they want to sell at. So, you know, it's kind of just yeah. a compromise that they had to to make. But when you have, you know, Black Ops Cold War is apparently 135 gigabytes on a PlayStation 5. That is fucking insane. Mm. Ins- <laughs> and then when you consider yeah, the update exactly. <laughs> and so, I mean, not every game is that big, of course, but... You know, most AAA games, you know, they, they range pretty pretty high, 50, 60, 70, 80 gigs. Um, so really, you're, you can only put a couple games on there at the end of the day. So it is a bummer. And and I do agree with you. I hope that – so you can use a regular, regular old hard drive that you could use on a PS4, like a, a USB one, and – so what I read is that you can store PlayStation 4 games on there. You can run PlayStation 4 games off of that hard drive. You cannot run PlayStation 5 games off of that hard drive. I'm not sure. Have they said if you can put PlayStation 5 games on there? It's just you can't run off of like an external hard drive. I would hope yeah. that's a thing you can do because otherwise, like, what the hell? What the hell do they yeah. expect us to do? Like, ignore the fact that the people have internet caps or that internet is not mm-hmm. always great for everybody. Like, it's yeah, I, they kind of they have to have some sort of solution for this at launch or like, what the fuck are people gonna do? Buy right. one game? Yeah, it's a, it is a bummer, and hopefully, it doesn't take long for them to have. Some sort of SSD expansion um, after launch, but yeah, uh, yeah. I I just don't know how you can like launch a console with this amount of storage and not plan for for mm-hmm. expansion of that storage. Like it, yeah, that that doesn't definitely. make sense to me. Definitely, and and hopefully those transfer speeds, if you are using an external drive, are good. Because if you're waiting around forever, that's going to be total shit as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, but we know not all of you are going to be able to get your hands on a PlayStation 5, and it seems Sony knows this as well. Sony's Jim Ryan saying that uh, they'll keep making PlayStation 4 games 
into 2022. Uh, so, there are a, a lot of different ways you can look at this. Um, I mean, I, I don't know, like, how, how are they going to split the resources to make a PlayStation 4 version game in 2022? Like, it's... I get it. You want to support your your old console. You want to make sure the old console still has, like, people who are stuck back there still have things to play. But I'm not sure, like, your first-party games are how you do that. But also, it's... it's I, I, I don't know, like... I feel like this is going to hurt... There, There's also an argument that this will hurt uh, PlayStation 5 games because now they... Like, uh, Cyberpunk... Like, CD Projekt Red cited that they have to make, like, eight different versions of the game. Because, like, you have the play, you have the launch PlayStation 4, you have the PlayStation 4 Pro, you have the Xbox One launch, you have the Xbox One <laughs> X, you have the Xbox Series S X, and PlayStation 5. Yeah, it's, like, there are a lot of different versions of games that you have to put out if you keep supporting the old console. So I'm not sure if Sony's first parties are going to be able to do that and still maintain, like, the prestige quality that they go for for their first-party games. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll see, because I'm really curious, especially with, like, Miles Morales, how that how well that game uh, works on a PS4 compared to a PS5, because um, it sounds like it uh, runs pretty well on a PS5. So, yeah, I'm curious to see where that goes, but... On the flip side, I think the fact that you can't walk into a store and buy one of these consoles, at least at launch, who knows how long that'll take, makes it makes the decision to put some of their first-party titles on a PS4 probably maybe a little smarter uh, in hindsight because, you know, if, if you can't get a PS5 for a while or something or you can't afford it, you just can't find one, whatever, you could still go buy Miles Morales. You could, you know, pay pay that money, Sony gets that money, and then you you have it on your PlayStation 5 when, or, or at least your saves can transfer. So, and then just the fact that with the pandemic and everything, like, game sales are up, um, and people are buying more games because they're staying inside, they want to, you know, have things to entertain them, you know, you still have a massive, massive audience that is there on PlayStation 4. So I get it. I can definitely see it through 2021. I'm just curious what, what, what does that support look like in 2022? And like, okay, God of War Ragnarok, which is not coming out in 2021, no matter how much they want to say, I'll shit my pants if it does. Is that going to be on PlayStation 4? Or, you know what I mean? Like, you would think that titles towards the end of 2021, that's when you start kind of dropping PlayStation 4 off and say, hey, man, you got to upgrade. You know, because Horizon Forbidden West is on PlayStation 4. So is, like, God of War going to be on there? I I don't know. Be kind of wild if it is, I think. I mean, yeah, I I don't know, like, what, like, it, 
I'm not, I'm not sure, like, what, how do those games run on PS4? Like, my, like, I, I, I mentioned it earlier, like, are they even designing with the launch PS4 in mind? <laughs> do they have to? Yeah. Like, because I still have my launch PS4. That's what I'm playing some games on. And I'm not going to lie, some stuff plays like shit. Mm-hmm. Like, MLB The Show, like, once I put it on a big screen, like, I noticed some shit that looked just awful. It it didn't look great mm-hmm. on, on on my launch PS4. Yeah, and like even Ghost of Tsushima was starting to like get a little bit framey for me on my on my PS4. It was it's not a great it's it's not a machine that can play games that are being right being made right now. It's well, it can play them, but it's not playing them in the way that like that you'd want to. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't know like. <sighs> How do they make a version of that game for hardware that's like that at when they release is going to be like eight nine years old? Right. Yeah, and I think it, it'll be really curious because we saw that uh, when PS4 rolled around, like Dragon Age Inquisition, Shadow of what was it? Shadow of Mordor didn't even have the Nemesis system in it on PS3. Like, mm-hmm. we, we saw them just having to completely make this total gimped version of the games. Um, and I know the jump from PS3 to PS4 is pretty drastic in terms of architecture of those systems. But I'm curious if, yeah, if, if the PS4 version will, of whatever games, just won't run well. Where they have to start taking things out, I don't know. And so I think the only two first-party games I can think of that aren't on PS4 is Demon Souls and Ratchet um, Rift Apart. And, and there is no way in hell that uh, Ratchet and Clank could run on a PS4 because of the no, instant loading no that you need that you know the SSD and all that stuff provides. Um, I don't know. I don't know on Demon Souls, but yeah. Just curious, uh, how like I I understand supporting PS4, uh, you know, for a little while yet, just because of that big install base that that's currently there. I'm just curious on what that support looks like. Like, is Gran Turismo Seven going to be on PS4? Oh God, yeah. I that's that's another. I one. don't know, man. Like that that's a big one. Too. Yeah. Like, I... Going to be a huge game, which apparently is coming out in the first half of 2021. Well, we don't have that in our lineup here, but mm. it, there's not much to it. It was like something from a French website that indicated that. So, okay, all right. Who knows, man? Uh, yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still have a PS4. I'm not sure if I want to play games in 2022. At least games <laughs> launched in 2022 on my PS4. I know, I know. Same. Uh, but I know a lot of people won't really have a choice, so mm-hmm. I, I, I wonder what that what those games look like, too. Yeah, same. I agree on that. And on the flip side, I've been thinking more and more about busting out my PS3. Oh. <laughs> to, oh. I really want to play fucking... To play Ratchet and Clank? I want to play Ratchet and Clank so bad, those old games, and... So I'm like, oh, here I am, you know, hopefully going to get a PlayStation 5 
and sit next to it, I might have my PlayStation 3 that is a dinosaur. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Uh, well, we also have some news on the on the front of EA. Uh, I mentioned Apex uh, Season 7 is coming. We've got a new uh, legend called Horizon. Uh, she looks fucking cool. Uh, that's what I'll... I am excited. I am always excited for more uh, for more Apex Legends. And, like, they, they seem to nail it every fucking character they put out, man. Like, she has like, this dope, like... I don't know, it's like a wind gust that, like, bursts people up in the air. It's... Mm. Yeah. That sounds cool. It's, it's really good, man. Um, but yeah, they, there's a new map in season seven. Oh, like a like totally an enti- brand yeah, new? like an entire Ooh. new map for season seven. All right, it's yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, I might have to hop back on Apex. I didn't really play much in season six at all, but having a new map that sounds fun. Yeah, she her ultimate is a black hole that sucks everyone in. Ooh. Yeah, it, this is it, it. Looks really rad, man. And you know, I wonder what Apex looks like on the next gen, man. Oh yeah, the game already pops. Yeah. Then even just how it feels, too. Oh Getting yes. Some, some oh, of them. what do they do with those triggers? Yeah. What do they do with those dual sense controllers, man? Yeah. Ah, yeah. But I guess the bigger EA news is coming from Bioware. And Seven Day was yesterday, as of recording. And they had some announcements. We are getting that Mass Effect trilogy. Yes. It's called Mass Effect Legendary Edition, and it's coming next year. Uh, they're getting they're getting some get some of the old squad back together to make this thing. Yes. Uh, I'm excited for it, man. I I want to play. So, so they mentioned that these aren't remakes of those games, uh, but they have touched them up, and then they are they are doing some work to make them play better uh, than they used to. So, good. I wonder how much work they're doing to the first one because that's the yeah. game that probably because that the game most. was very different than the other ones. Yeah, like h- how it played. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, this is really exciting, and I'm glad they finally. Revealed it after being rumored for so long, and uh, I'm I'm down. So it's only coming to PS4, but they said that uh, you can play it on PS5, and that they have some enhancements that they're planning for PlayStation 5 in the future. So it will be awesome. I'm so down to play these games. <laughs> like here here we are getting like so hyped about old games releasing again, but. This trilogy is just amazing on so many levels, and I think about it a lot, and just think about, you know, just the fond memories with them, and I'm just so down to, to replay them again with uh, with some new enhancements. Yeah, uh, and apparently, not only are they putting out this trilogy, they're they're making a new Mass Effect game. They're working on a new Mass Effect game. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 they didn't share many details on what it is. Uh, but, yeah. More Ma- Mass Effect is not dead. 
It's not dead, Tyler. Nope. nope. They said that this game is in development with a veteran team at Bioware. That's pretty much all they said. Um, so who knows what that means? I all, I wonder how directly, potentially directly involved Casey Hudson is with this new one, being that he was kind of the the lead guy on the trilogy. Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm really excited. They did share like one image uh, showing mm-hmm. some sort of ship, uh, and there's four different characters. It's hard to really tell uh, who they are. I think I see a Solarian. Yeah, I, I think I see that as well. Um, then there's kind of like two two stars kind of off in the distance. It's so I think that's I think that's a star and a planet. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, there's a right. bigger planet in the near focus right. as well. Like, yeah. So maybe that they're on a moon around this planet, and that one that other object might be a moon as well. Yeah, I don't know. It's all speculation here, but yeah, they're. I just like I like the promise of Mass Effect and what what that what a Mass Effect game can be. I just I'm worried. You know what Mass Effect Andromeda was. Yeah, definitely. It, it You know what Anthem was. <laughs> correct. Correct. And I mean, even if this game's in the works, it's probably very far away. They're working on Anthem two point they're working on a new Dragon Age, so it's gonna be a while before we get this at all. But just the fact that they are gonna continue with Mass Effect and I just I hope they nail this one because if they don't, that's going to be just so fucking sad. I mean, if they if they don't nail the next Dragon Age, that's going to be incredibly sad. But uh, especially Mass Effect, just with how much love there is for this franchise, and you know, Bioware did not outside of Inquisition did not have a good generation on these consoles, and I really hope that next gen they can really kind of find their footing again and I feel like nailing nailing a Dragon Age, nailing a Mass Effect is really what they need I know they probably don't want to work on those franchises you know, over and over and over again but, and that's where Anthem kind of came in but, man, they just gotta find themselves again, cause they've kind of been lost and I, I, the 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 Excitement of a new Mass Effect is awesome. I just want them to nail it. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I am a, I'm a big Mass Effect fan. Yeah. And uh, you know, it, I see. I I just really like space stories that aren't <laughs> necessarily Star Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Like they they built a really great world, a great universe in mass in the Mass Effect trilogy, mm-hmm. and like there are so many stories you can tell there, and I I just hope they they have an opportunity to tell the stories they want to tell. Um, yeah, but yeah, I agree. Uh, hmm. I know I'm gonna preface this with I know Xbox. So did you did you hear Microsoft bought Bethesda? I did. I did. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, it turns out uh, Todd Howard doesn't think that means shit when it comes to releasing Elder Scrolls Six. He says it's hard to imagine the Elder Scrolls Six will be an Xbox exclusive. 
this was in some sort of interview here. I, I'm not going to dive too far into it, but Tyler, th this back and forth is going to happen forever until we get the Elder Scrolls 6, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think this this back and forth, it's it's annoying. Um, and I, I, yeah, it is hard to imagine Elder Scrolls 6 just being an exclusive game. Um, mm-hmm. Whether that would be Xbox or PlayStation, it's just hard to imagine a game of that size being exclusive. So, I get what he's—I totally get what he's saying. And I also wonder if that's part of it's maybe a little bit almost personal in a way that you know, even himself, he never imagined that ever being the case, probably. And mm -hmm. now things are totally changing. So. I don't know. I, I, the the big tell is going to be Starfield. Oh, like, yeah. is that if that is an Xbox exclusive, we know exactly what Elder Scrolls Six is going to be like. Yeah, but also I feel like this statement, like, it makes me think that if my this is kind of this is I'm not saying it's a threat, but. I can't imagine Todd Howard sticking around if all his games going forward are going to be exclusive to Xbox. Yes. And being tied down to one one side, like one system. Yeah. I, I, can, I can see that too, but I feel like, you know, in order for him to get the money he's going to get from this sale, and a lot of other big people at Bethesda too... He's got to stick around for a while just because of how those those things happen. Um, so I, I I do feel you there that that might be part of it as well. Yeah. I just wish Microsoft would come out and say it at this point. It's just kind of annoying. Yeah. Like, are these games going to be coming to other consoles or not? Like, just fuck. Come on. <laughs> um, I guess also in... Uh Bethesda related news they are interested in making more multiplayer games even though Fallout 76 wasn't the big hit they'd hope it would be uh, I mostly put this in there because I have ideas about <laughs> Bethesda games being or Bethesda Studios games specifically being multiplayer and that is hey uh, let, let's scale it back a little bit because having like you don't need to have, like, 30, 40, 50 player multiplayer. Like, I would enjoy a Bethesda Studios game that is multiplayer up to, like, four players. And it just works better because you're not tracking all these... Like, you, I feel like, A, it would be easier to make, and B, it would be, uh... It would just be, uh, more, like, realistic to how people would engage with the game because I don't really see big groups of people getting together in Fallout 76 anytime I've played it it's usually like hey people are grouped off in their own in like their own groups of friends like it's it's never like these huge gatherings from what I've seen I know there are some viral things that happen out there like but for most people when you play a multi when you think hey I want to play this this first-person RPG multiplayer with my friends, 
you aren't thinking like, oh, I want to play with like sixteen other fucking people. It's mm-hmm. like, yo, I want to play with like my my group of like three, two or three friends. And yeah, I I, I just feel like scaling it back would make the would have made Fallout seventy six a better experience. Yeah, I one hundred percent agree with you on that. Like I, I've I've had thoughts of like, yeah, what if Skyrim was like co op? Like that would mm-hmm. be fucking sweet. Like yeah, it would be so cool if if they found a way to take one of their big uh, single player RPGs and maybe still have it be a great single player experience. But maybe you can play with yeah two three four other people. That like I totally agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like they really hamstrung themselves by having like. Having, I forget what the player count is in Fallout 76, but I think it's at least up to 30 players on a ma- on the map wow. at once, if not more. Wow. And just knowing how those games are already kind of, like, they're already kind of buggy, but when you put that many people on the map and with, like, their physics-based engine stuff, it, I, I just see where that becomes a mess, and, like, if they... I imagine that if they scale it back, it would not be as messy as it is. Right. Yeah, and I think an yeah. engine overhaul would help them as well. You know, which apparently mm-hmm. they've they've done for Starfield or still working on. But um, God, I'm so excited for Starfield. Yeah, I, I just I'm curious. Like, I know, like it's potentially an Xbox exclusive, but I am very excited for what Starfield becomes. Like it's. Yeah, that's one of my more anticipated games. I think hmm, of games that I do not know the release date yet. I think Starfield is like my most anticipated game. Yeah, it's it's certainly up there for me. I'm I'm very curious what Bethesda does with a brand new IP and then something in space too. Like, there's just so much potential there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think we see Starfield next year? Oh, if we see Starfield next year, I may just, I may just orgasm. You know, <laughs> that, that might just happen. Yeah, I think there's there's a total possibility we could see it next year because, you know, what Fallout seventy six came out in twenty eighteen. So, I mean, I don't think it's coming out next year, but to see it, maybe unless they pull a Fallout four and it just won't show us anything until you know five months away I don't know we shall see but you know Microsoft needs things to show off at their games conferences now so yeah (laughs) um yeah that what game conferences though what what game conferences are we gonna have next year yeah (laughs) yeah there's no fucking E3 next year (laughs) there's no way they're going to say there's an E3. Right. They're absolutely going to say that they're going to do that, mm. but it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. It can't. Um all right. Shit. We've got a we've got a bunch of small like small quick hits here real quick. Um So Life is Strange, don't nod studios, creators of Life is Strange. He's currently working on six video games. 
Uh, so currently, their franchises, they have Life is Strange, obviously. They re- they recently put out that vampire game. Yep. Um, they put out Tell Me Why current, uh, on Xbox right now. But they're making six games currently in development. I feel like they're stretching themselves a bit thin. <laughs> yeah, I would that's, say. That's my take here. <laughs> I, I would say um, six games is a lot. Mm-hmm. I wonder the size yeah. of them. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, with Life is Strange, they have cranked out a lot of games over the past couple of years. So I think it's possible, yeah. but it just does, yeah. does seem like a lot. Yeah, it sounds like a lot, especially when you think of like the scale of their games as well. Yeah. Like they, I don't, I don't think don't not is a very big studio. I mean, I don't know their numbers, but like they don't scream out to me like, "Hey, we're a six video game studio." Right. <laughs> like there are very few studios out there where I'm like, okay, it's believable they're working on six different games. Um. Nevertheless, I just wanted to point out that that sounded ridiculous. Uh, we've got a couple delays. Um, so Cyberpunk moving to December has had a consequence. Uh, Everspace 2 has been delayed specifically because of Cyberpunk 2077's new release date. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we have a case of moving out of the way of this behemoth. Everspace, of course, is a space shooter. Um, you know, it was it was well received when it released. So Everspace Two, I guess, a lot of people are anticipating that. Um, looks like it's going to release an early access in January. Mm. Cool. Uh. Another delay. Far Cry 6 delayed until after March 2021, and this is due to COVID-19. Uh, I guess they, they're planning around how they're going to work around this pandemic. Has not, uh, has not been... At, hmm. They have not projected the kind of delays that it would cause to work from home or however they have to adapt. So, yeah. I mean, I can wait for Far Cry. Yeah. I could also just not play Far Cry, but I can wait. <laughs> yeah, it's total possibility. Um, and then, yeah, I keep forgetting about Rainbow Six Quarantine. That's already God, been delayed. they change the name of that? They really need to. They have to. They have to. Um, but, yeah, that's been bumped out of the year, too. Um, I can imagine that... A company the size of Ubisoft transitioning to a work from home uh, sort of thing is probably very hard to do. Um, so I, I get the delays. Um, at the same time, like, just don't put fucking dates on your games. You know, when you when yeah. you announce them, I, I thought it was crazy that they put a date on it in the first place. Like, just considering how things have been for for a while now. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. I mean, the game will come out when it comes out. Um, what you really quick though? What'd you make of Cyberpunk's delay? <laughs> oh shit, we never talked about no, that, did we? I think that happened like not long after um, last. So show. they're delaying another another three weeks on Cyberpunk. Correct. Um, 
It, hmm. So, from what I've heard, it's because it currently doesn't run very good on uh, on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Yeah, that's what I saw, too. I think... Hmm. So here's my thought. I think it was ridiculous for them to be targeting the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 for this game in the first place. I don't disagree with you there. I don't at all. (laughs) I also believe that it is... I think it would be totally reasonable to launch this game on the next-gen consoles and then and then put out the put out like the PS4 and Xbox One version later. I think that is a possible thing they could have done. But also, I feel like it was total horseshit because they were already having them crunch and work extra days and extra hours. And now they have to delay and keep working extra days and extra hours. I don't get it. Yeah, it's kind of a weird thing plus like the game's gold. The game went gold, you know? And so it's like, I mean, games are never done anymore, but, like, what what the fuck is on that disc, then, that they're printing right now if the game is so fucked up that you basically have to delay it another three weeks for your day one patch, in a way? Like, holy shit. Uh, I'm very curious how this game pans out now and it's yeah I mean delaying and the whole crunch thing it's a total bummer the whole thing's just kind of a bummer and I feel like every time they delay this game it uh it just kind of takes some of the excitement out of it I'm not you know when 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 the game is here it'll still be really exciting I'm sure hype will be through the fucking roof but I'm just like dude quit putting fucking dates on your goddamn game and just, you know, but this is one of those scenarios that's like, you know, the game went gold. You would have fucking thought it would be coming out when it's supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. And it's not. So even then, it's like, okay, maybe you have to wait till fucking a week before. You never know. Just, it's crazy, man. I, I never, yeah. never would have th- thought we would see something like that. Of a game going gold and then getting delayed. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. There's. Yeah. I th- that was that whole thing was weird to me. Yeah. Um. All right. So we've got even weirder news, Tyler. Especially like, as into racing games as I am. Like there has been a train of things that happened this year that, I don't, I don't get. <laughs> Uh, so take the story is Take Two was interested in buying Codemasters. Codemasters recently bought Slightly Mad Studios, <laughs> who made that god awful Fast and Furious games. Yeah, you remember they 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 released that. Yeah, they did. <laughs> so hmm, Take Two buying. Codemasters. Does that mean that the next GTA will actually have good driving? Maybe. Maybe. Or does it mean that the next F1 game is going to be fucking horseshit and filled with microtransactions like NBA? Oh, God. Oh, no. That, when I read this story, that was my initial reaction. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. 
I hate this so much. Um, just, you know, being a big fan of those games, I just don't want them to be tinkered with in, in that way. And I can just totally see it happening. And that's just such a bummer to me. Uh, I can already imagine happening. it. You, you buy you buy packs of cards to get upgrade packages for your car oh, during the season. Oh. But then some of those upgrades become like become uh, invalidated by the regulation, so you have to buy more cards for upgrades for those. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be horrible, man. I, I really. Oh. Really hope they don't fuck with that too much, and even even the dirt or Project Cars franchises that people like a lot, it sucks overall yeah. to me. This this uh, this purchase, and just because I think Take Two is just they're kind of slimy. So yeah, I mean they are absolutely slimy. Like like they're uh, there's like okay they they published Borderlands Three in. That game, shockingly, has no microtransactions in it. I don't even know how that's okay, possible. Okay, no, don't don't say that. Don't say that. They do. What? They have the microtransact the cosmetic microtransactions, right? I don't know if they do. I I mean, I might be wrong, but uh, all the cosmetics. So I heard you buy that was a big game. that was a big thing that like. That Randy Pitchford was calling Jason Schreier a liar because I Jason do. Schreier pointed out that they. I do remember that. Let me let me look it up because the cosmetics that I have bought in the game have all been in game and all been like in game things. I have not seen if uh, there's a way to buy them outside of that. Mm. Um. So, but either way, the game is that game is a huge game and it's not monetized to like a million fucking levels like NBA Two K is yeah. in. So I think at 2K, they're just a weird company. Like, I feel like they either kind of put out a product that is reasonable or they go so hard in one direction. Um, yeah. There is no middle ground. Yeah. Looking that up. Yeah, I, I, I could have sworn that they, like... They had some sort of cosmetic microtransaction yeah. that was the that was like because I, I don't think like they lied about like the, those stories weren't lies I, no. I think there were microtransactions yeah, like, I'm, just not not in the way that uh, Randy Pitchford necessarily meant when he when he said yeah because I do remember that whole thing with Jason Schreier and I, I'm looking like, this up the tweet why would you fuck me like this right yeah you remember that? I do, I do. And yeah, you are able to purchase cosmetic customization items like skins uh, for vault hunters or vehicles, but you cannot buy guns, mods, or any other gameplay altering yes. things. So, okay, yes. yeah, they are there. I, to be fucking yeah, honest I mean, with that, you... That, that, that's not necessarily the type of microtransaction that we're necessarily bashing. Right, here. yes, 100%. And to be honest with you, I don't even... There might be a way. I don't even know if there's a way to buy these in the game. Like you might actually just have mm. to go to the store or whatever. I've I've not seen anything, which is why I thought that you know they weren't even there. But so yeah, they are there. But okay, yeah, it, it is just bizarre, and I just hope that they don't, uh, you know, kind of fuck with what Codemasters does because they make great racing games. Um, yeah, 
and I'd still want to see that going down down the toilet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I I guess we'll see what comes. With the, I mean, it hasn't been finalized, right? No. I, I, at least not as as far as this story says. Uh, so maybe 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 something will change here. Yeah, because I I still want good racing games. Me too. Uh, hmm. So here's some weirdo shit. Someone apparently had uh, had PT on their PS5, and then uh, Konami decided to not let that happen anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the how they did this was they had PT installed on an external hard drive and ran it as a back as backwards compatible on a PS5. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, that's weird. It's weird to me that this happened. Yeah, like Konami literally went in and said, "You can't do this." Sony said it's a published, published, cannot speak publisher decision. Um, yeah, I just think it's it is so wild to me how Konami just wants to completely erase PT like it never fucking happened. Yeah, just unbelievable. Uh, because it's still such a cool thing, and, and it's a shame that the full product didn't get to be made. Um, yeah, they're probably begging uh, Kojima just to make a horror game so people can forget about PT. Yeah, probably. Probably. So they can just move on. But yeah, I just thought this was kind of an interesting little story. All right. Uh, all right. Hmm, what haven't I touched here? Okay. Have you played the new Dark Pictures anthology, Little Hope? Uh, not Little Hope. I have not played it yet. I, I want to though. Okay. Because apparently they tease the next, the next uh, anthology in this series. It's called House of Ashes. Yep. Uh, and I don't like this thumbnail they chose. It's very creepy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they're they're continuing to make these, so, yeah. Yeah, this apparently has Sumerian mythology, it's going to have Ashley Tisdale in it, and just one of those things, so it seems like whenever you finish one of these games, they just tease the next one, being that it's an Mm -hmm. anthology, that's how Man and Medan worked, how Little Hope wasn't announced, but yeah, this game's going to come out 2021, so I'm curious with Little Hope, it sounds like it's cooler than Man of Medan, so. Alright. Eventually. Okay. And saving for last the best news, Tyler. The best news for PlayStation Plus members. We've got new Duke games for y'all. Alright. So I'll start with the PlayStation 4 games here. And yes, that will mean something. You'll get Middle Earth's Shadow of War, which I thought was okay. You'll also get Hollow Knight Void Heart Edition. Now, Hollow Knight, I think, is a fantastic video game that I never finished, <laughs> and I need to. Yeah, those but are... if you buy a PlayStation 5, you can get Bug Snacks! Oh, shit, boy! <laughs> Unfortunately, people on PlayStation 4 will not get the PlayStation 4 version of Bug Snacks. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I guess you could just add the PlayStation Five version of Bug Snacks to your library. I would imagine that would. And then whenever you get a PlayStation Five, you can play Bug Snacks. Yep. yep. Yeah, the, the the PS4 version is a total bummer, but mm. but look, there's a lot of strange hype around Bug Snacks. That is a game I probably would not have picked up at least immediately at launch mm-hmm. and the fact that it's going to be available for your PlayStation Plus I'll give it a shot All I'll, right. I'll, I'll All check right. it out um, and then it seems like it's a pretty good lineup for PS4 over the month too um, yeah. I mean you can sink a lot of hours in that Middle Earth game yeah definitely <laughs> plus if you get a PS5 you get access to that whole PlayStation Plus collection oh yeah um so yeah, it's a big month uh, for PlayStation yeah. Plus. Yeah, uh, a good time. I think there was recently like a discount sale to get PlayStation Plus for a year. I saw it was like as low as thirty five dollars. Wow! For a year of PlayStation Plus. Um, but yeah, definitely go check that out. Uh, yeah. I'm, I am very excited. I want. I hope I get my hands on a console this week. <laughs> or next week. I, you know, if I get it within the first two weeks, I'll be happy at this point because I know I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you can get one and it won't, won't take you long to get one. Also, one last tidbit about the PlayStation Plus collection. Apparently they kind of snuck this in there. But Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy and Call of Duty Black Ops 3 Zombies Chronicles Edition is being added to it as well. Which I did not see that anywhere. So, And, and some more games to that, so that's cool. Uh, Alright. So yeah, big month for PlayStation Plus. The only other thing I wanted to throw out, news-wise, I have not watched it, but I know a lot of people are hyped for this game. There's a state of play for Demon Souls. Oh that yeah, that looked through out there. I've not watched it yet. So you watched it though. I, I've seen uh, some images pulled from that state of play, mm-hmm. and you know, I that's enough for me. I don't need to see any more. Gotcha. It, yeah, but I that is one of the first games I am looking forward to playing. Yeah. Uh, I guess other than that, I mean, that's the news, man. Yeah. That's the news. It's been a couple weeks. There was a lot of news. A lot of shit happening, but also like come on, man. We're we're all we're all sitting around waiting for this shit to pop off. Yep. It's it's a happening next week. All of them are going to be out, so it's yeah. exciting. It's finally here. All right. Well, I guess with that it's time to end the show. Just for this episode, I'm, I'm not. I'm not actually ending the show. Sorry, yeah. sorry to anyone I confused with that wording there. But it's time to end this this episode, as we always do, by telling us, by telling you to give us ratings and reviews on your podcast app of choice. Share us with your friends. Uh, if you need to get in contact with us, send us questions or whatever the hell you need to do out there. I don't know what you freaks are up to. Uh, you can do that via email at playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at psreportpodcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. And until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Boop.
Boo-doo-doo-boo.